Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, here we go. Back at Damon G. Carter Stadium, Fort Worth, Texas. Greg Rubel, Hans Olsen in the booth. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field in the Zions Bank end zone. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Well, the largest comeback of the Kalani Sitake era, we called it earlier this year. 14 points at Arkansas. BYU's now down 23 as we hit half number two. And TCU, which won the coin toss, deferred and will get the ball to begin half number two. Okay, so everybody needs to keep this in mind. Because of the offensive tempo for TCU, you can stop drives fast. You can get extra drives against a team. More possessions. Extra possessions against a team like TCU that goes fast. Kickoff for BYU collected by Major Everhart outside the far hash, and he is hewn down short of the 20. Good coverage there for BYU. Nice way to start half number two. Nice special teams play. And the Horn Frogs will be first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Let us applaud the work of Josh Hoover making his first collegiate start and completing two-thirds of his passes for three touchdowns in that first half. I want to applaud the work of you by using the word hewn down. (laughs) <laughs> because sometimes you say things and it's like, man, I love this guy. I, just, I, I love it because it's imagery. All right, we've got Josh Hoover, that redshirt freshman quarterback in the backfield. And the shotgun, Imani Bailey, is off his left hip. Strength is left for the tight end and two wide receivers. Shadows begin to creep across this natural grass surface here in Fort Worth. A throw to the right, ball tipped to the line of scrimmage, incomplete. BYU is going to come out and start Crew Wakely at safety. So they're putting him 15, 14, 15 yards deep. So Crew is going to be the one that's asked to step up. Actually, they've got, they've got Rex out there. Crew Wakely, or rather uh, Preston Rex is the uh, safety you're talking about. Oh, it was it was, yep. uh, it yep. was Wakely in that first snap. Okay, Rex is in there with Slade now. And on the second down and 10 run, minimal gain on the play. Isaiah Banya with the tackle. I wonder why they rotated Wakely out. He was out there for that first snap, and then they rotated him out. Go back so safeties that. are Slade and Rex. Corners are Bamba and Robinson with Heckard the nickel. And here we go, a third down and nine for TCU on their first possession of half number two. Be a great way to start half number two, a three and out on defense. Hooper sees pressure, takes off to run, will get the first down himself. 35, 40, 45, and knocked out of bounds by Eddie Heckard, but a run of 26 yards on third down and nine. And TCU is now seven for 10 on third downs on the same day BYU's one for nine. And they're going to get quick back up to the line, but that's the first time we've seen Hoover leave the pocket, but that's not the first time we've seen him with the opportunity to leave the pocket. That's just the first time he's decided to do it. And he lowered the helmet to take Heckard on head on at the boundary. Near midfield. Little play fake nod. A pump by Hoover. And he throws intermediate across the middle. Caught by J.P. Richardson to the 35 of BYU. Back-to-back big plays for TCU. That's a really well-thrown ball for Josh Hoover. And Hoover is now nearing 300 yards through the air early in quarter number three. Imani Bailey off the right hit. Bailey's been relatively quiet. Nine for 40 right now. And that'll be another deflected ball. And this will fall incomplete. That was high in the air, too. I think if Robinson had known it was tipped, he might have had a look at that. Either way, it'll drop. And that's the third or fourth ball deflected at the line by BYU defenders today. Yeah, I think that's the third. And I believe that they had something on film that was showing them. Because what they're doing is they're taking a two-step rush, and then they're stepping into the windows. Isaiah Banya got a batted ball in the first half that way. 
Hoover in the gun, second and 10 at the BYU 35. He'll lob it up, and there's some jousting between Jacob Robinson and Savion Williams, the intended receiver. A ball falls incomplete beyond the sideline. It'll be third down and 10 for the Horn Frogs. If they don't get anything here, you're looking at 52 yards, and they will send Kell out for that. If they choose to kick, it's certainly in his range. They've had him kick six times outside of 50 so far this year. Just underway here in half number two. 13-19 to go in the third. 31-3 Horn Frogs. Hoover in the gun. Battle now. Trent Battle in the game. Play action. Hoover moves out to his left and throws to the boundary. A nice catch made at the sideline for a first down by J.P. Richardson. Well done to toe tap on the paint and move the sticks for TCU. Another third down conversion. That's 8 for 11 today for the home team. They're going to go to Eddie Heckard this time. You see... Horn Frogs right back at the line, at the 15-yard line. A fake to the right, a throw underneath, a catch and a score. Warren Thompson takes the ball at the two-yard line, steps in for the touchdown, 37-8. Horn Frogs, and they, make it, they can make it a 30-point game with the PAT. First drive of half number two, and the Horn Frogs take it all the way down the field. An eight-play, 82-yard drive in less than two minutes to make it 37-8. It's crazy how many weapons they've got. They throw to so many different guys. Yeah, that that is, I believe, number 13, 12 or 13 that they've thrown to now with Warren Thompson now picking up his second reception. Twelfth receiver on the day. <laughs> it's the day. Everywhere. And really, it's like a half of football. You're barely into quarter number three. The kick is up and good. So these guys have all caught passes today. Richardson, Williams, Robinson, Wiley, Thompson, Earl, Bailey, Wright, Everhart, Besh, Curtis a lot of guys. They really do spread it around. Another score and 38-8 to on the Kell PAT. It is good. And BYU is down 30 for the first time today. BYU will get the off ball on offense for the first time in half number two. We'll stay right here with it and tell you that BYU football is presented in part by Delta, the official airline of the Brigham Young University football team. I would say they're picking on somebody, but they're not because they're spreading it out so much. You're seeing it go towards every defender. They found a gap for a minute in the first half, but then they go away from it. But they love those posts, and they love those quick slants. And let me just tell you, Josh Hoover is hitting them on time. He's seeing them open. He's 25 for 39 for 312 through a half and a series. By the way, it's only 11 players that have caught passes today, not 12. I miscounted there, so only 11 at this point, but still enough. BYU's thrown passes complete to five players today. Roberts 2, Epps, Kingston, Martin, and Rex 1 apiece. BYU's down 30. And this would not appear to be the game that the run game is going to get on track. Not when you're down 30 in the second half. And BYU will have another, it would appear, subpar rushing day. As Kell kicks away from right to left, south to north. Keelan Marion from the one-yard line. Bounced it off the turf, picks it up, and gets the 20, the 25, the 30, the 35, the 40. Nice return from Keelan Marion after bouncing it off the grass. Hits his chest, falls to the ground. He scoops it up in stride, gets right into his lane. And there was a really nice open lane for him to run through. If he cuts that back, maybe he finds even more room right there at the back end of that. Nah, that was pretty clogged up. 40-yard return, though, for Keelan Marion. So TCU goes up 30 points and then gives up a 40-yard kickoff return. Now with Sonny Dykes. That was the preferred sequence of events. His team's winning big, but as big as their lead is, they should have more points on the board. They threw some drives away in that first half. 
Slovis in the gun. Martin, quiet day off his right hip. Quick throw. Screen complete to Hill. Hill's tripped up and knocked out of bounds after a gain of a yard or two is all. Chad Banks Jr. with the force out. The Texas A&M transfer. See if TCU gets aggressive defensively. Right there, they were just bringing the three and throwing into that quick screen, but we'll see if TCU starts bringing five, maybe six, see if they push the pressure, or if they play this conservative. If they play a conservative, start hitting some of those quick slants and see if you can get Chase Roberts in that shiftiness to break a nice one. Epps, Lassiter, Kingston to the left, tight end to Ase to the right. Second down eight, Slovis in a clean pocket. Throws it up to an open Parker Kingston who makes the catch at the 20 to 15 yard line. First and 10, BYU. Parker Kingston deep downfield and throwing it up nice and high, letting it sail into his awaiting arms is Keaton Slovis. BYU in the red zone with her one for one today. That's really good job by Parker Kingston. He's going to run a slow go. That's a slant to a go route. So he slants hard to the inside, then he stops and he goes back up to the outside. And he just beats his man on defender over the top. And then that's a good job by Slovis, as Greg just mentioned. Putting it up high so Kingston could get under it. BYU 17 for 18 in the red zone this year with 14 touchdowns. And they're inside the 20 now. Slovis in the gun. Takes his three-step. Pats the ball. Pressure comes. And Slovis tries to throw it away as he's going down. That would be intentional grounding. He was in the tackle box. The flag should come out. I didn't see where L.J. Martin was. Was L.J. Martin in the box? I thought it landed at the feet of an offensive lineman. I thought this would be a grounding situation, but no flag's been thrown yet. They're talking about it, and they say no. Intentional grounding. Yep. Offense, number 10. Yeah. Spot foul. Lost it down. Second down. Yeah, they actually did. It's hard to see, but there was a flag at someone's feet out there. They actually did drop it at the very end. So it is the intentional grounding. I thought it would be, and it was. So that'll back them up. BYU's having a hard time with these green dog blitz. What that means is these defenders have a key. Once they see their key, they come in on the blitz. And so the blitz is a little delayed, and they're just not picking it up, and it's getting the pressure. Second and 23 on the loss of down. Shotgun split backs. L.J. Martin dragged down after a run to the right to the 29-yard line. It's actually a minimal gain, maybe no gain. Third down and 23. In this kind of game, maybe Aaron just keeps the offense on the field. They don't get the first down here on third down. We'll see. Third and 24. That was a loss of one on the run by Martin. So LJ is now looking at a 1.9 yards per carry on the day. 10 carries, 19 yards. So BYU third and 24 at the TCU 29. Slovis in the gun with Martin off his right. Trips to the left. Single tight end Rex to the right. Keaton will look left and will throw incomplete. Bounced off of Chase Roberts. And the defender reached Roberts at the same time the ball did. And the offense looks to stay on the field here on a fourth down and 24. That was incomplete deep right. And certainly Chase thought, nope, they're going to bring Will Farron in to try a 46-yard field goal as long as 43. So Aaron Roberts looking for some kind of points down 38-8. to Will Farron will get a try from nearly straight away. 46-yarder, which would be three longer than his career long. And this to give BYU three in the first five minutes of half number two. Long snap coming from Austin Riggs. Rico, the hold, the kick on its way, and it is 
through for three. Career-long kick, well done. Will Farron makes it 38-11 to with 10.29 to play in the third quarter. We'll take a timeout. More from Fort Worth coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's get to our pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board. Utah pork producers provide hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork, real pork, raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. BYU trailed at the break 31-8. That's a 23-point deficit. Ralph Sokolowski reminds us that's the largest halftime deficit under ever under Kalani Sitake. Back in 2018, BYU trailed Washington by 21 at the break, 21-0. They would lose that game 35-7. BYU is trailing here in the second half now, 38-11. Greg Rubel and Hans Olsen upstairs. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. Mitch. Yeah, that was an unfortunate on that third down uh, for BYU, an unfortunate no call for the P.I. Um, Chase Roberts wasn't even able to get his hands up. He got hit and actually knocked into the pass. Kalani Sataki was clearly not happy with that no call. He was, uh, from from the time that that play happened, in the ref's ears, very upset on the sideline, and even coming out of the break was still there. You know, you know, giving a, a piece of his mind to the refs. Hopefully that can get fixed and the, and the offense can rebound uh, coming out uh, and finish this game strong. Thank you, Mitchell. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Coming out of the end zone for TCU, Major Everhart on the kickoff return after the Will Farron kick. He's only out to the 15-yard line. Everhart's made a couple of bad moves coming out of the end zone. He could have taken knees to the 25 and has ended up minus yardage on both of his would-be returns or both returns out of the end zone. Crew Wakely is down. If BYU needs one position to stay healthy, it's safety. And Crew Wakely is down on the field after that kick cover. Wakely's the one that hit the ball carrier. Kind of hit him in an angle and went flat down on his belly and hasn't rolled over yet. Still kind of just face down on his belly. I've seen him moving. He's He's definitely moving around, but looks like he's in a little bit of pain. Mitchell Jurgens reporting to us moments ago from the Zions Bank end zone. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. And now more medical personnel out to see about Crew Wakely, who's brought to his feet now. And he is wobbly. And they're also holding out an arm. So that, that could be a, an upper body injury. It was one play into the, wasn't it the Arkansas game when he got knocked out of the game? Yes, it was. Yeah. And it was exactly it was the first defensive play for BYU. And They're holding up his left arm, so this could be uh, an upper body, left extremity situation. Crew Wakely is coming out the way they're holding it. I'm not yeah. sure he gets back in the game, and BYU's just been hammered at the safety spot with Micah Harper and Talon Alfrey and now Tanner Wall banged up, and you can add Crew Wakely to that list. We've seen Preston Rex get a lot of playing time, and Rex is out there now with Ethan Slade at safety. Corners are Bamba and Robinson. Heckard's the nickel. No Camden Garrett. Something's been up with Camden as well. Harrison Taggart runs middle. Vonk Pachon and Thule on the edges at linebacker in a 3-3-5 for BYU. First and 10, Horn Frogs. A dump off on the left flat up the 22-23 yard line to Imani Bailey. That'll be a gain of 6 or 7 on first down and 10. 38-11 is our score. TCU leading BYU. Coops down 27 here in half number 2. 
Hoover's done a good job of getting rid of the ball quick, too. BYU's having a hard time getting pressure. That's why they're batting balls. This game's taken a long time to play as well. That's a throw underneath uh, Warren Thompson on the reception. And on the second down and three, the catch made to move the chains. A little pushing, shoving after the play. And TCU right back to the line of scrimmage. And Josh Hoover has his Horn Frogs out to 400 yards of offense. 401 now. 328 passing. That'll be a run, Bailey. Bailey Middle spun around and brought down after a first and 10 run of 11. Do it again, move the sticks. TCU's just cruising right now, leading by 27 and driving toward midfield. It'll be the 44-yard line, first and 10. The Horn Frogs coming right to left as we see it and you hear it. Swing pass to the right side, complete. Near midfield, the tackle made after JoJo Earl hauled it in. It'll be a gain of four. Give them five, maybe even six on the spot. They'll say five, second and five for TCU, and they go with tempo. The Horned Frogs about to snap their 56th play to BYU's 41. Wow, nine minutes left in the third quarter. This game is crawling along, but they're a fast-tempo team, yet it's taking a while to play. And that'll be a run middle for Bailey. Bailey gets upended at the end of it. Another chain mover. That'll be first down number 22 to BYU's eight on the day. BYU's defensive line needs to stiffen up a little bit. TCU's offensive line is starting to pick up the pace and find their confidence. They're getting up to the next level, and they're abusing the backers, too. Play fake. Hoover. Far side. Goes back shoulder. The pass thrown out of bounds. Coverage by Maury Bamba on Blake Nowell. This is when it really gets tough, too, when you're now five, eight, seven, nine plays in a drive, and you're starting to feel the wind a little bit, and you're eight minutes left in the third quarter. You've got to stay focused. Don't let something slip by you. Cam Cook gets a running back snap now alongside Josh Hoover in the gun. Second and 10 at the BYU 42. Hoover, quick fire to the far side. Catch made, but not at the line to gain a drive back after a gain of four. Jalen Robinson, the reception, kept in bounds. At least I thought he was kept in bounds. They drove him out. They stopped the clock. Now they now they restarted on the set. I think they erred in stopping the clock there. Either way, it's rolling now. 8.15 to go in the third. And a third down and four for TCU. The Horned Frogs are 8 for 11 on third downs. Trips to the right, single wide left. Left side's the wide side. As TCU comes our way, we are high in a corner of an end zone here at Eamon G. Carter Stadium. Hoover settles in the pocket and throws low, but caught at the 20-yard line by Savion Williams, and you can make it 9 for 12 on third downs for TCU today. That's a simple intermediate down and in. He sat and waited, and the ball came right on time. Josh Hoover now 30 for 45 for 365. Four scores, false start, all kinds of movement there. Multiple flags fly with 7.35 to play in quarter Number three. Ball start on the offense. Everyone but the center. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. So back it up to first and 15 from the 25-yard line. There you go. That's that red zone stuff. That they it takes, them out of, it takes them out of the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> but they got there. You're right. It take, they got there and then backed them out. Hoover in the gun. A jet sweep as they fake the handoff to the back and gave to the wide receiver Jordan Bailey going left to right. And that'll be a gain of eight on first and 15. Second down and seven now for the Horned Frogs at the 17-yard line of BYU back in the red zone. 
The shadows cover nearly the entire surface here at AMG Carter Stadium now as we get late in the afternoon. They'll go to Pistol with Cam Cook trailing Hoover. Second down seven at the BYU 17. We have seven minutes to play in quarter number three. TCU leads by 27. Bootleg. Hoover squares the shoulders, looks downfield and throws incomplete behind the intended receiver, Blake Nowell. Uh, Jordan Bailey, beg your pardon. Bailey, the intended receiver. And that'll be another third down. Third down and seven. So BYU on third downs, one for ten. And TCU, nine for twelve today. And TCU's now run 21 more plays than BYU, despite having the ball for more than two minutes less than BYU today. That's crazy. I just want to mention, too, Harrison Taggart is running all over the field. He picked up that fly sweep on the outside, and then he pressured the quarterback to throw that ball on that last play. And the Horned Frogs do it again on third down. A straight back drop, a screen, and it is bobbled and dropped. Not sure it would have gotten the first down yardage, but Cam Cook just blew that play. And so field goal time and another red zone potential miss for TCU as they won't get the touchdown. They'll now try for three on four, fourth down and seven. From the BYU 17, it would be a 34-yard try for Griffin Kell. They may make it a 35-yarder. They'll put it right at the 25. So 35-yarder for Kell, who's four for four inside the 40 this year. So perfect on these kinds of kicks, and this to make it a 30-point game again. Good snap and hold. Kick on its way, and Kell... Bisects the uprights to make it a 30-point game again. 41-11 to 11 with 6.43 to play in quarter at number three. We'll take a break. We'll return to Fort Worth after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Forty-one eleven, TCU leading BYU 6.43 to go in the third quarter. Let's head down to Mitchell Juergens for uh, an update on the secondary situation. I mentioned who was playing safety, who's been out. Mentioned the corners and nickel and Camden Garrett, normally a fixture in the starting 11. Uh, starting lineup for BYU's not been in there today. Mitch, what's up? Yeah, so Camden was dealing with an ankle injury that he sustained in a previous game um, a couple weeks ago, and and unfortunately over the bye week just couldn't get fully healthy. He did practice on and off, so it's not a, a completely serious injury. He was dressed today with uh, tape over that ankle, over that shoe. Um, I, he was never reported that he wouldn't play. Um, I think he was always available if needed, uh, but uh, didn't get any playing time today and doesn't look like he's going to come back in the game uh, for the rest of this game. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. All right, TCU kicking off up 30 again. They've been up 30 twice here in the second half. Josh Hoover, 31 for 48. 363, four touchdowns and a pick. A pass efficiency rating of 151.4. And this guy making his first career start. They said, let it fly, young fella. Kell will kick off. Marion's had a couple nice ones. They're going to go short now to keep it out of the hands of Marion. Hobbs Nyberg at the 18-yard line, 20-25-30. And 32-yard line for BYU. So a shortish field, 68 yards. BYU football presented in part by Fillmore Spencer. Utah Valley's favorite local law firm can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. 
The pocket has been set okay. What you've got to really pay attention to is some of these delayed blitzes. And Keaton's just got to find those open routes quick and not allow those delays to get in and get the hits. Those sacks have put you back a little bit. Slovis, 8 for 19 for 112. Toss right Davis. Davis follows Braden Keim right, but then right into the body of Shad Banks Jr., the outside linebacker for TCU. Minimal gain on that play. Two. It'll be second down and eight. BYU today averaging 1.3 yards per carry. Yeah, that would be not the best numbers. BYU came into the day averaging 2.3 yards per carry, which is 130th out of 130 teams. Somehow, bad has gone worse today. Second down and eight. And this is not a run-friendly script down 41-11. to 11. Slovis puts it in the air, intended for Lasseter, overthrows him on the out to the left. It'll be third down and eight, BYU. And these third downs have been most troublesome. We're talking about a bad number getting worse. Third down conversion for BYU. Cooks came in two today at 33.8%. That's 109th nationally. BYU today is at 10% on third downs, one for 10. It is third down and eight from the BYU 34. 5.52 to go in the third. BYU down big. Davis off the right hip of Slovis. Slovis awaits shotgun snap from Connor Pay. Pay gets it away. Option to the right. Pitch back to Miles. Miles has a first down. Makes a little stutter step outside the 40-yard line and got the first down. Needing eight. Got ten. BYU's second third down conversion of the day. And it comes on a run on third and eight. Atta boy, those are some good breakfast plate flakes right there, Braden Kime. You you put him on it right there. He's he's running his guy all the way to the outside, and he's got the block that finally breaks that first down. This O line's been consistently the group all day. Sumataia, Miley, Pei, Lapuaho, and Kime, left to right. L.J. Martin checks back in. L.J. today 19 yards on 10 totes. First and 10, BYU with the 44. A deep drop for Slovis. He's got Roberts running a go down the far side. Goes to chase and throws it out of bounds. It'll be second down and 10. Feels like there's been a disconnect with Slovis and his receivers. That overthrow earlier to Lasseter, that was actually a deep out, and that broke open. If he would have thrown that on the mark, that's a completion, probably 15, 20 yards down the field. And it just feels like there's a disconnect between Slovis and his receivers right now in some of the routes. And, and Slovis has had his more inaccurate day, too. Some open routes that he's overthrown or, or just thrown poorly. Epps is in the slot left. He's one catch for seven yards, his first catch of the year for Cody today. Slovis in pistol with Martin, turns and gives to LJ. LJ starts left, goes right, plenty of open field to the right side. LJ's got a first down and more, his biggest run of the day, and inside the 40-yard line, the 36-37-yard line. BYU, big gainer. That'll help that rush average number. A positive run for LJ Martin to the right side, and BYU driving the ball down 30. 41 to 11, 4.45 to go in the third. Slovis shotgun, LJ right hip. He's got Epps wide right, a tight end and two wides left. Keaton will look left and throw on the comeback. It's picked off, intended for, oh no, it's dropped. Oh, Keelan Merriam was the intended receiver and that interception was dropped. Avery Helm had it in his hands and somehow didn't bring it in. And did maybe Marion do a little pass break up himself there? Oh yeah, for sure he did. He came over the top and stripped <laughs> it out because he actually takes a step as he's coming down, but Marion gets that hand on it and knocks it out of his hands. So Sl- uh, Slovis had thrown his what appeared to be his second pick of the day, but Keelan Marion plays DB and knocks it out of the cornerback's hands. 
I'm Slovis now shotgun with Martin. I'm wondering if that hit Slovis took earlier has slowed down his pass a bit. Dump off on a screen left to Martin. Martin again shoots a gap. Martin's got a first down and more. Martin knocked down inside the 25-yard line. BYU near the red zone now. Cook's putting a drive together. Down 30. 41-11 is our score. 4-17 to go in quarter at number three. Nice job by Connor Pay, kind of getting out, slow motion in it, and then turning on the gears. LJ Martin actually sits on his hips at the first down marker, so 10 yards down the field, and pushes Pay into a block as he cuts off of it. That's a really nice setup. BYU came into the day averaging 62.8 rushing yards. And they might just get their average. They're at 57 right now. Slow as pistol. Play fake. Short boot. Settles in a clean pocket and throws left side Martin. Martin back to the line of scrimmage and knocked out of bounds. Minimal gain, if any. Jamoy Hodge on the force out. BYU sitting at 182 yards of offense right now with 125 passing and 57 rushing. TCU's at 457. Missed that call. 10-yard penalty. Still first down. They called Rex holding on the edge for LJ there? Yeah. Yeah, the deep post, uh, it broke open early and then it covered up late. So you just had to throw it back to that drop-off to Martin. So it goes to first and 20 back at the TCU 34. Steady wind all day here in Texas. The wind blowing at the backs of the Cougars as they play in quarter number three to the end zone away from us. They go left to right as we see it, and you hear it. Lassiter and Hill to the left. Roberts and a tight end. Rex to the right. Slovis shotgun. They now motion and fake on the jet sweep to Keanu. Give Miles Davis, and Davis is snowed under. On a first and 20 gain of four or five. It'll be second down and long. Give him four. Second and 16 at the TCU 30. And now the whistle will blow with three minutes to play in quarter number three. Kingsley Suamate is down on the field. And, oh, I, and not getting up. And, and I don't know exactly what happened. He was kind of breaking outside of the block and and rolled up and, and went down. I just mentioned how the O-line have been consistent all day. Those starters left to right and now Kingsley will come to his feet be helped to his feet and not put a lot of weight on his right leg so we may see an O-line change due to injury for BYU after this break. 41-11 to TCU leads the Cougs here in Fort Worth on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars Craig Rubel on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 2.59 to play in quarter number three here at Amon G. Carter Stadium, Fort Worth, Texas. Shadows now cover the entire playing surface on a beautiful sunshiny day, a day that featured an eclipse. Things got a little little funky here, but not as, as, as cool as it got in other parts of the country, Utah and Nevada especially. Well, yeah, this is uh, frustrating. You're not going to talk about the eclipse. No. You <laughs> <laughs> went right back to the football. I've had I was a... trying to distract you. Get no, you I, something no, else and... I, no, I said it was frustrating because there were clouds. Okay. Well, back. Well, here, there were, here there were none. <laughs> yeah. There were none here, but my wife texted me. She said, yeah, we were trying to see it, but there were clouds. And, uh, and they were able to kind of see through the clouds a little bit. But you're right, man. I think it's caused something strange out here on the football field. BYU's down 30 here, 41-11. to 11. TCU on its way to a second Big 12 win. They'd be 2-2 two and two in league. BYU would drop to 1-2. And, two. and uh, the Cougars trying to get to 6. 6 is the magic number 
hands. They're at four and one. Six wins makes you bowl eligible. I think six wins in your first year in the Big 12 is a reasonable place to start. And they've got to find two wins somewhere. may not come here today. But we have about 18 minutes left to see if the Cougs can do something special. They're down 41 to 11. Here we go. It's a second and 16 for BYU. As the TCU 30-yard line, the timeout was prompted by an injury to Kingsley's Suamataia. And Kingsley's now out of the game. Braden Kime goes left tackle. And Simi Moala is now at right tackle. No Caleb Etienne in this game for BYU. Slovis, knee-high snap. Hand off Martin. Martin, second level. Martin's put together some nice plays in this drive. Yeah, nice jump cut right there off the block, off the left side. And that was second and 16, a run of 15. I think he's just barely short. Third down and one, and BYU's in four-down territory. Third and two. Used uh, the combo block of Kime and looks like Tayaba to get that run. Sweeping run from LJ to the right. Drag down from behind. And I don't think he got there on the third down and two. Miller Bradford made the tackle. Bradford had a pick earlier in the game. Calling it fourth. So fourth down and one. Not only was that... Did Bradford have a pick? He had the pick six to begin the game. 35-yard interception return for Bradford. Here we go. Fourth down one from the TCU 15-yard line. BYU today is one for one on fourth downs and six for ten on the year. And they're in position for the tush push with Martin shoving Slovis forward and that should be enough for the first down. Or will it be? Not a great spot and they're running away from us. But it was exactly as designed. L.J. Martin just lined up and got hands on the backside of Keaton Slovis and helped move him forward on that fourth and one. Now it's all a question of the spot. I haven't seen Sticks move yet. And are they saying they stopped him? They're giving it to TCU, I believe. They may review this for the spot of the ball, but right now TCU's defense is celebrating and the offense is trudging off the field. That appeared to be a simple quarterback sneak tush-push. I thought Slovis got low and got the first down, but on that fourth and one, they're going to say short. Well, that's what it looked like. They actually brought in Mason Fakahua and line Mason up right behind Keaton Slovis. They take the snap. Keaton does drive low, and he tries to kind of extend that ball with him and L.J. Martin pushing. And just, it looks like they got it, but... That's what I thought, but where the spot was placed, it wasn't even close. And I don't know how you review anything on that because the ball and the bodies get covered up. Can't see anything. And so there's no nothing to review. And it'll be TCU football. So BYU's drive goes empty, and it's a TCU 30-point lead. And now the Horn Frogs, despite a big throwing day from Howell, can start to run, or Hoover can start to run the ball a bit. And they run on an end around to Savion Williams, and not much there. But actually, he kept the legs driving he after he appeared to go down. He ended up getting five yards, and I thought he'd have nothing. Making something out of nothing on that reverse. It's just a handoff give to the middle and then a quick flip on the end around. I think, actually, Hoover ends up faking the handoff and just does give it to Savion on the end around. Never went to the running back. So a five-yard gain. Give him six on the play. Well done by Williams. Second down four. It's a handoff, Bailey. And Bailey driven back after a yard. So 40 seconds to go, and the play clock now starting to run. BYU still playing really physical in the middle, trying to slow down this run. Third down four for TCU from their own 21-yard line. 
Shout out to John Nelson right there. John's just getting some push. Hoover on the slant. Another slant completion for a first down on third down. Yeah, those slants have just been torching. 10 for 14 on third downs now are the Horn Frogs, and that will do it for quarter number three. So through three quarters of play, TCU by 30, 41 to 11 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.